It's like this little dirty little bass line. I don't fucking care. Can we move on to a new segment, please? Welcome to Just Two Fans, a sports show about sports. Obviously. About life. Because sports are life. And about just whatever the hell we feel like talking about. So, uh, let's go. What is up, everybody? What up? What up? I'm Jamie Friedlander. That's Eli Johnson. That is me, and I'm finally here. And I'm I'm sitting really far back from my mic, so I don't have. And I was struggling this whole pre-show. Listener, we just had about twenty minutes of Eli flipping shit at his microphone. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm. This is me looking out for you, listener. Okay, <laughs> I don't want my pee sounds to get all crackly in your ear. All right, I want I want the sweet sultry tones of my dulcet voice. Coming through this mic in perfect synchronicity to the beats of your heart. Wow! And I uh, that was that was evocative as fuck, dude. That was very good. All right, all right, yeah, all right. It came that came out of nowhere. <laughs> We're off to a good Listener. start. Oh yeah, and I can get so so I can get really close now too, and get like the same effect. So, right? It, it's like more, <laughs> more, more, more different. <laughs> Yeah, that. It's a hot start, baby. Hot, hot start. start. Let's talk about sound quality some more. Let's talk about the 40 hertz range, okay? No, we're good. <laughs> Moving along. Fantasy football update. How we doing? We both made playoffs. We did. By I don't the, know how, but we did. By the skin of our teeth. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> Sorry. By the narrowest of margins. I I tried my hardest to blow it. Oh, me too. These last three weeks, I tried I, real real. I scored hard. like forty five points in one of the weeks. Yeah, it was ugly, but I'm back on track now, and we're in the playoffs. And I believe we are set to play each other in round one. Uh oh! It is a two week thing, so we don't need to come up with a punishment yet. But we got to do something. We've set the precedent now. Yeah. And listener, just keep something in mind. Suggest it to us on the socials. The I'm social not drinking madness. another 40. Do it. Of Old English. And I'm not saying anything nice about any of the teams I hate. Can so I say fuck that? Fuck off with all that. I, I like that you're already planning on how you're losing. <laughs> I'm just planning on what I'm not doing in the rare instance that Jamie's I over here playing prevent defense. Man, we're moving along to podium because that's how we start the show, right, Eli? I guess not. We already started the show. That's true. We started with fantasy football, but now we're moving to podium because I don't want to talk about fantasy football anymore. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're going to go bronze to gold because, you know, logic. Yes. Yes. And in the bronze medal position... We, we mentioned this last week a little bit. Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul have scheduled a fight for February. <laughs> Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the listener. I don't give advice on the show very much because me, I am not a person you should be taking advice from. Okay. 
ever. However, do not buy this fight. It's going to last is, about 20 seconds. No, it's going to last nine rounds. That's true. It, I say that because exhibition. Floyd Mayweather's going to make it last nine rounds. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather's going to win this fight, hands down. It's going to. It's not even going to be close. But what's going to happen is he's going to let Logan Paul go out and throw his punches for seven, eight rounds, get tired, and then he's going to go knock his ass out, if they're even allowed to, because all of a sudden people can like wear 20-ounce gloves and fucking not try to knock each other out. Yeah, it, so the fight is on February 20th, 2021. And yeah, it's going to be not good. Don't it's it's going like maybe if the rest of the card is fun to watch, watch it. This is it's going to be a dumb fight. Oh yeah, no, it's going to suck. If, if 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 Conor McGregor lost to Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul will get his shit canned. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. just, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, uh, like literally, like, on one hand, you've got a world-class boxer, the de- the best defensive boxer of all time. Yep. All time, right? The, maybe the best counter boxer of all time. And on the other hand, you've got a YouTuber who's been fighting for, like, a year. And he's admittedly <laughs> fairly good for a YouTuber, yeah, yeah. So right. for those, we talked about Jake Paul last week. This is Logan Paul, his big brother. Yes. They're both really douchey YouTubers. Like the douchiest of YouTubers. Yeah. It's every day, bro. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I have to like go in on this because like the only pop culture reference that you understand. <laughs> so I got to, I got to, I got to play into that, Jamie. Gross. If you're not going to so play with gross. me, I got to play at you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, don't waste your money, listener. Unless the rest of the card is fun or interesting, this is not going to be an interesting fight. It's nope. going to be A, boring because Floyd Mayweather. and Is boring. B, boring because Floyd Mayweather is going to win. And it's, it's, it's not even going to be close. Yeah, this is over before it starts. Yeah, there's no point The only this. reason Floyd Mayweather comes out of retirement to do this fight is because he knows he's going to win. Right. Also, he, because he blows his cash like crazy. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> he literally walks around with a million dollars in a duffel bag. That is, that's true. <laughs> he does do that. And then blows it on whatever he wants. Yeah, so don't watch it. Do yourself a favor. Yep, not worth it. If All you right. get it for free, why not? It's It'll always be fun to watch Logan Paul get his ass knocked out, but like, don't watch it. Definitely don't pay for it. Don't pay any money for it. Moving along. To the silver medal position. Some NBA news. Russell Westbrook was traded to the Washington Wizards for John Wall and a lottery first round pick. Lottery protected first round pick, sorry. That's a good trade for the Rockets. Yes. <laughs> I I would much rather have John Wall on my team than Russell Westbrook. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then, like, I, did you see that he they were they were interviewing him about like his antics on the court? Is he going to change that when he goes to uh, Washington because he's a douchebag on the court? And he's like, no, yeah. I'm not going to change anything about my game. Yeah, why? Well, he's done it for what twelve years now. Why would he change now? Yeah, that's true. But I, yeah, I, like I I didn't expect him to change the way he is on the court. But I don't know. He's, I just don't like him. The fact that he doesn't think he needs to change is like. Come on. Yeah. Really? 
Oh, well, he's, he's going to get a huge contract, so he already has one. Hey, man, yeah. I mean, he's going to make a shitload of money to lose. Yeah. And have none of his teammates like him. Well, I mean, and, and John Wall's going to lose, too, because Houston is completely blowing up. That is true. It's not like Houston's going to be good. But this was a blockbuster yeah. trade, and it was noteworthy. And other noteworthy NBA news, the Lakers are spending like their lives depend on it. Are we surprised they're an L.A. team? Nope. But I saw some <laughs> infographic about LeBron's contract. He makes like a dollar and eighty-two cents a second. On this that seems deal. low, honestly. <laughs> like <laughs> it's five point three million dollars a month. It's not low. That's yeah. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. That'd be pretty nice. Must be nice, man. Must be nice. Must be nice to be the best in the world at something. Must be and get paid for it. I mean, we're the best in the world at podcasting. So we should get paid for it. We yeah. Where's where's my Joe Rogan money, we're, dude? We're underappreciated. Yes, yes we are. We're very much appreciated by our fans. We love you guys so much. You're the uh, best. You're the best so much. Um, but we're underappreciated by the rest of the world. That's and because we we need to get out there. Yeah, guys, stop stop trying to protect us, listener. You don't need to protect us. We're big boys. We you guys take care can, of ourselves. You guys can spread the word if you want. That's It's fine. I know you guys are like, oh, I'm like underground on this really good podcast. But like you can spread the word, right? Like if yeah. we get, we'll remember you guys when we're famous. Like for sure. For sure. 100%. Actually, I don't know. I feel like one of us has to become a real big douchebag and like stop Nose being goes. like, ah, oh, damn, I lost. <laughs> oh, no. I have to be a dick to our fans. <laughs> 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 so out of character for you. So out of character for me, dude. <laughs> I pretend like I just don't know people that I've known for like 25 years because all of a sudden I'm like famous like a little bit. Like that'll be ridiculous, dude. <laughs> it's gonna happen. So listener, share whatever, get us out there. We need to be famous to make Eli a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. I want to be a I want to be a douchebag, douche guys, and so in order to do that, I need you guys to get me rich and famous. Okay, yep. <laughs> I yep. need this. I want to be famous. Speaking of douchebaggery, gold medal position. Oh wait, hold on. Excuse me. Mwah. Thank you. Well done on that transition, I'm, my I'm, friend. I'm pretty proud of that one. Yeah, that was good. All right. Speaking continue. of douchebaggery, Edinburgh's Edinburgh, Texas. Edinburgh High School's Emmanuel Duran was ejected from a high school football game last Friday. Thursday. Last Thursday. Sorry. That's not the story. The story is what happened after he got ejected. He ran back on the field and pummeled the ref. Bad. It was like it was a big hit. Real bad. And he's not a small man. No, he he was not. So, the whole team got banned from their playoffs. I don't agree with that. Okay. so At all. <clears throat> he was charged with a Class A felony assault. Yeah, obviously. And was held on $10,000 bond. Uh-huh. And he's obviously he's going to be tried as an adult because he's 18. Mm-hmm. So, all good there. As Eli just mentioned, his entire team was banned from the playoffs, the Texas playoffs. Um, 
I fall on the fence on this one because <clears throat> there's a couple things here. Okay, so apparently he did this last year in a soccer match. Okay. Did basically the same thing. Attacked a referee after being ejected. So there's uh-huh. a history of this kid being ridiculous and yeah. angry and have anger issues and everything. So the school essentially turned a blind eye because he's really good at football. He's their leading tackler. Like he was, he's the best player on the team. And um, at that point, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think you have to be held responsible for your actions and football is a team sport, right? So it's not uncommon for teams to run suicides for every penalty that they have, right? Like the whole team gets punished by the coach for the actions of an individual player all the time. Well, that's that's different. It's different. It is entirely different. I I think it's too harsh. I don't think innocent players on that team should be held out of a playoff berth yeah. like, because that's of, sort of the like, actions of an individual. I look at this and I see this this is a very troubled young man, obviously. He's yeah, got very. anger issues. I know people personally who have been prescribed to play contact sports because of anger issues because it helps get out aggression, right? It's like some sort of catharsis. Yes. Right? So, like, you, I, I don't fault the school for saying if he can go out and hit people, maybe it'll get it out, right? Like, or Maybe he even, won't hit people in the parking lot if he can hit people on a football field. Exactly. But there's something yeah. to that, right? Like, you can get out yeah, aggression okay, that way. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Yeah. And, and then, but, like, at the um, and then also... The fact that there are kids on that team who have been working hard for four years, they get in a playoff berth, and then one hot-headed kid fucks up their season. Yeah, I that think is, that that's is unacceptable kind of, to me. I agree. I agree. Like maybe, maybe like you could suspend the coaches, you could suspend the AD, you could do whatever. You're punishing the kids. Yeah, I think you're. I think that is that's probably the root of the problem. Is you're punishing the wrong people. Yeah, exactly. Punish that kid, obviously. Like that felony, that's that's the right charge. And like he he's clearly a troubled young man and like I hope he finds help, right? Like I really hope that kid finds help. But yeah. Like he clearly needs it. I mean, he that clearly was... needs help, but like just because he needs help doesn't mean the rest of the team should get punished, right? Like that's that to me is is ludicrous. Well, it's Texas and everything's and, and ass it sets, backwards. It sets a in bad Texas precedent, anyway. right? Like, it really does. I, I think that's what's worse. Not yeah, worse. But that that adds to how bad this whole situation is. It sets a really terrible precedent for banning teams from the play. Like, if the team cheated or if a player cheated, that's one thing. Yeah. Right. Or if there was rampant steroid use or something, that's one thing. I think. The, the terrible actions of one player in one specific instance probably doesn't warrant this. Well, like, could you imagine right. if uh, in, no, no, I 2000, in 2008 when LeGarrette Blunt punched that Boise State player, if the whole team got suspended? Nope. That would have been ridiculous, and we would have been absolutely out of control pissed. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, like... Yeah, like one individual's action should not define that team, right? Like, correct. It just it throws a lot of hard work away by like really good young men because of the actions of one person, and that's just unfair. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. You right. That's my thoughts. No, I agree with you. 
I, I, I mean, because I've seen, I, I've read the message boards and whatever, and I, uh, like, I get the thought process of it's a team sport. You know, you live and die as a team, whatever. And the idea that everybody knew about this kid's problems and he was still allowed to play, like, I get all that. But I think you're you're right. But it's, it's not, too much. and it's not like the kids could be like, yeah, kick this guy off the team, coach. Well, they could. They I mean, could, they could band could, together and be no like, we coach, don't want to play with. No him. coach is going to kick a kid off a team because his, the other players asked. No, him I agree with you. Like, I agree with you. I think you're right. It's it's too much. I mean, I understand the other side. I just don't agree with it. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I don't really even understand that. Like, I get it's a team sport, but this is outside of the sport. Now they're punishing the wrong people. Is the bottom yeah. line? That's that's really what it boils down to. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, could you imagine if I got a fine because you got a DUI or something? Like, that'd be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, they do yeah, the same podcast it. together. He like they they drink on their podcast. You know, like it, it just it just put in any other circumstances it's it's a ridiculous concept it's, yeah so putting it into this circumstance and then not saying it's ridiculous is not or, well me. it's like <clears throat> yeah i mean i think it's even like let's just put it in professional sports context right it's like robinson cano used steroids for the second time now it'd be like <laughs> suspending the mets for yeah, exactly. The whole season instead or of just Robinson Cano. Extending the or uh, suspending the whole Jaguars team from the playoffs when Maurice Jones Drew beat the shit out of his girlfriend. Like, yeah, true. You know, it's 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 a horrifying thing. But like, there's other people who shouldn't be punished for that mistake. Yep. True. 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 All right. That was podium, the, dude. That was podium. Boom. Booked it. We have college basketball to talk about. Yes, we do. There have been some good games. A lot of upsets, too. A lot of upsets. A lot of really good games. Um, You know, the best game on the the docket for the week was Gonzaga-Baylor, which was supposed to happen last night but got postponed due to COVID. Of course. Um, But... You've had some really good basketball played across the board. I mean, you look at that. You look at the top twenty-five, and it's just littered with good teams. Um, one notable absence from the top twenty-five now is Kentucky, who is one in three. Oof! Like I said, like I said this earlier in the show, like a couple episodes ago. Like I don't really pay attention to college basketball until conference play starts. Um, but like so I I didn't know that Kentucky had fallen out of the top twenty five, but I mean the thing is like I'm not surprised by that. Like, I'm not either, although I forget who they lost to last night, but it was bad, bad team. Yeah. Georgia but, Tech. It was Georgia Tech. Oh geez. But like Kentucky lives and dies by recruiting. Yeah. I mean that's Yeah, Calipari's so if they don't thing. get a top five recruiting class, they're toast. Yeah, exactly. And I've also learned in college basketball, and this is why I don't really pay attention. Like, I look, I see highlights and whatever, but, like, I have learned as an Oregon fan watching Dana Altman over the last however many years he's been the head coach to basically ignore the entire first month of the season because they're bound to lose games they're not supposed to lose, and then they're going to come back strong at the end of the year. 
Um, his system just takes a long time to gel. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of college basketball is like that too. So I you I could see Kentucky coming back, but I'm not super surprised they fell out, right? I don't know. One in three, you're pretty much like they're not going to do anything super special. Although the best thing about college basketball is you get to the tournament and who the fuck knows what's going to happen. Yeah, for real. All you have to do is get to that tournament, man. Um, one notable thing happened this week in college basketball, and that was Greenville University. I didn't even know this was a place, uh-huh. but they have Ooh, given is it up. In, is it in North Carolina? I sure. It sounds like it. Honestly, be. don't know. I'll look it up. You keep talking. Um, they have given up over 130 points in all three games that they have played. Ooh. Or all four, sorry. And in three of those four, they have given up over 170. How? I don't know. Here's oh, the results. Illinois, I was way off. Here's the results. Okay, so they lost all four, obviously. Yeah. 174 to 99. 136 to 97. 173 to 95. And 177 to 108. Okay, they're scoring so, a lot. <laughs> I fi- I figured out. I figured out <laughs> their their thought on their system. Their system is don't waste energy on defense. <laughs> just hope you can score. Just hope they start missing. I guess they just have like four out of the five cherry picking back there <laughs> yeah baby dude they just have like they just have like one like seven foot eight dude just in the I mean, middle they're, they're ah! averaging 99.8 points per game this is college basketball yeah where the average scores are like 75 to 68 yeah and people are scoring this is ridiculous more points than that yeah 100 yep and the like that's against samford and kansas city and I think Murray good. State and Illinois State. Like, that's not playing. Um, they don't play anybody all that good because, you know. They're Greenville University. <laughs> that I didn't even know existed. But, like, yeah, anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I don't know. It's going <laughs> to be interesting. I just, it seems like college basketball should have just gone to conference only. And yeah. what college football did, and you're still going to have games canceled and whatever. But like, I don't know. Trying to do these preseason tournaments just seems silly. Yeah, it really does. It's dumb. But Stupid anyway, shit. I don't. Again, we don't really pay attention to college basketball till at least January. Yeah, it because it, it doesn't. None of it matters yet. Like, correct. Yeah. It's like early baseball. It's like whatever. Oh, fun! They won. They're all gonna make the tournament anyway, so who yeah. cares? <laughs> exactly, my dude. All right, you know what time it is. Do I? You do. Because it's, it's beer for. of the week. Beer of the week. Beer of the week. Wow, that was a nice one this week. It was. All right, who's starting, bud? We have joined. Oh, yeah. Untapped. If you don't know what Untapped is, it is a beer social media network. 
and we need to catch up on it. But essentially what you do is you just check in the beers you drink and then you rate them, right? So we need to go back and backlog all of our beer of the weeks. A, so we know what we drank already. (laughs) And B, so you can see what we drank and share it with us. I like that. That's a good one. I like that. So if you're on Untapped, or if you're not, it's a free thing. Just sign up. We are just two fans on Untapped. Yes, we are. We're just two fans, baby. Look us up. We will have our beers in there. I have two. I have Old English 800 as a (laughs) 0.25 stars because it wouldn't let me give it a zero. And I have Lilikoi Capolo, which I gave nine point or 4.5 out of five. So we're going to go back and backlog and that'll be... It'll remind us to do our ratings every week, yeah. too, which we <laughs> exactly. seem to forget. Exactly. All right. You want to go first? I do. I do. All okay. Right. Here we go. Oh, dude, this ASMR is about to be dope since I turn, cranked everything up on my mic. Oh, I'm just going to hit everything first. Nice. That was good. That was good. Okay, hold on. All right. <laughs> this week we've got Tranquilo Cerveceria. MSA Mexican style ale, Morena Amber. Ooh. Oh yeah, that is that is a solid beer, my dude. There, it's by Cobalt Brewing in Redmond, Oregon. It is good. It is. This is a solid brewery. They're small, but they're really good. Um, yeah, it's a it's like an amber Mexican style. It's it's good. I, you know, I, I'm gonna go. Hold on, one more sip. Very malty. I'm gonna go seven point four. Seven point four. Yeah, that's it's gonna be beer. hard to do an untapped because untapped is out of five, and they only go up by quarter points. So. Oh, so we, we're going to have to do star ratings now? Yep. <sighs> That's like a 3.75. 3.5. 3. stars. Okay. That's where I'm at. 3.5 stars. So solid. Solid beer. Definitely worth it. You know, worth, worth a taste. Cool. All right. This beer is going to get a much higher rating because it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Listener, if you haven't caught on yet, we really enjoy Deschutes Brewing Company. Really, <laughs> really enjoy it. Like a lot. It's it's sort of an unhealthy obsession. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey man, I, I grew up just down the street from a man. Like I you know, I I, I okay. you know, they got the home field advantage on old Eli. Well, and I fell in love with them when I went to... I turned 21 in Oregon, all right? Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, come on. All right, here we go. We'll ASMR. Not bad, not bad. You turned, 20, you turned 21 in Oregon, uh, it, but and that was the first time you ever drank a beer, right? Right. Totally. You remember, your mom listens. A hundred percent. Yes, that was the first time, time you ever any had any alcohol. Beer. Any alcohol was when you turned 21 in Oregon. 
Yep. Just uh, for All legal right, reasons. Go. I actually think this was my first beer when I was 21. Because it was in the airport because I was flying home after finals. Because, you know, oh. my birthday is coming up Thursday this week, which is the end of finals normally. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll do a little birthday thing for Jamie next week. Maybe. All right. Here we go. Welcome to old. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is Mirror Pond Pale Ale. I did not. Oh. This is. I love this beer. It's so good. It's such a solid beer. Get that sippy sip, dude. Oh, man. That is the good stuff. It's so good. It so is like, good. to me, the Mirror Pond Ale is like the perfect anytime beer. Yep. There's never a situation where Mirror Pond is not going to be the beer you want. Correct. Right? Like, you know, when it's hot, you don't want a stout. When it's cold, you don't necessarily want like a juicy IPA. But that always yep um ooh, that's really good i mean i don't think it's my favorite to shoot spear it's hard to pick a favorite um it's they're also good oh gotta go stars okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go a solid 4.5 oh that's pretty good that's pretty up there like you said i will have this beer anytime yeah like if somebody hands me a mirror pond, I'm never gonna say, eh, I'm not feeling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the least defensive beer of all time. <laughs> yeah. I mean that and like Buffalo Gold. Like I could just drink those all day. Yeah. Just no worries. No cares in the world. No cares Solid. in the world. All right. So we will backlog all of our beer of the weeks. We will add these to untapped. Follow us. Suggest some beers to us. Yeah, that would be a good way to suggest them, too. I don't know if you can. Yeah, if you have something good or if you follow us, we will follow you back and we'll just keep tabs. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's good. Follow us, everyone. Do it. Another social media. Oh, also, speaking of social media, we are back on Instagram. Oh, that's right. I haven't logged in again. (laughs) We are. We're back, baby. Yeah, Jamie had to send a picture of his beautiful face in to prove that we're people. With a code and my name and like, and they didn't even look at it because I sent the picture and literally two seconds later, <laughs> I got the email saying our account was unlocked. Yeah. So we're back on Instagram. We're back. We so, did it. Yeah. We're also Eli, on TikTok. When you do, we are on TikTok. Man, <laughs> we're all over these socials. Mike, yeah, get your shit together. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta like, we gotta compile a list instead of just like off the cuffing every social media thing we have. <laughs> Mike, Mike, bro, get on it. Yeah, you need to post more. Stop! I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if you're busy. Yeah, your new child is cute, but Jesus Christ, you have a job. Yeah, oh, so many excuses. Ugh, I'm whatever. done with you. That's enough today. Whatever, man. Whatever. Cut them off. Cut them off. All right. Moving on to college football. Yes. Well, yeah. no. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I still love Let's college get, football. Let, but before we get into the clusterfuck that is the Pac-12, we're going to get into some all the like news that came out this week, which there was quite a bit. Yes. So the first thing that happened was Tuesday, obviously, right after we recorded. Obviously. Before we dropped the show, the ACC announced that the 
Clemson-Florida State game would not be played, and the Notre Dame-North Carolina game would not be played. It's almost like those are teams that might be able to beat the two teams in the playoff right now. I don't think Florida State could beat Clemson, so that one's fairly harmless. But North Carolina could definitely beat Notre Dame. Yeah. I don't think they would, but they definitely could. Yeah. Uh, And this is just ridiculous. Well, according to to Dabo, Florida State's just afraid. That's all it oh, is, man. Oh, sorry. I, it's, not nor, it's not North Carolina. Clemson and Florida State won't play, and Notre Dame won't play Wake Forest. Oh. Sorry. Okay, well, I don't know. I, Stupid. It's still dumb. Like, why, though? Yeah. Just because? They're what, just not it, playing because? It kind of sounds like it. I mean, why do they have to? They have two teams in the playoff right now. Yeah, but, like... None of those programs have COVID issues right now. Yeah, they, but they don't have to play. But I guess it's 2020. Is, they can just cancel the whatever the fuck they want. This is the season that you can cancel games on purpose to keep your teams in. Okay, I will say this. The ACC got something right. They eliminated divisions, which in this season, every single conference should have done. Yeah. And I will get to that in a little bit when we get to Pac-12 nonsense, but there's some other big news. Bowl games are being canceled left and right, right? So, since we would be the best commissioners of sports. Yes. This is what should have happened this year. They should have had the New Year's Six Bowls, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the playoffs and then the two other bowls. Yes. And the, the final, obviously. And then, every other team regardless of eligibility, should have been able to schedule whoever they want in the rest of December. That would have been dope. That no bowl so games. Cool. Like, get rid of the bowl games. You just get ADs on the phone with each other. Like, Colorado wants to play Nebraska. Sure, why the fuck not? Yeah, and then and all you have to do, call ahead, right? Schedule the game. Then all you have to do is have two weeks before the game where you can all just quarantine and chill. Right. Yeah. Just like shut off the practice facility. You could even have like sponsors come in and like like you could have PlayStation come in and sponsor it, give out the bowl gifts like they yeah. do every year anyway. Yeah. And dude, then you can televise it through all of December like you do with the bowl games. They're just not bowl games. Yeah. I like that. That'd be kind of fun. Like free for all, play whoever the hell you want. Yeah. Why not? Like you're not in the playoff. What are you playing for? Yeah, have Nothing. some fun. Just go play, and everybody can play. Like, you could be 0-4, for all anybody cares, and go play another 0-4 team. Like, who cares? Ooh, that'd be kind of cool if it was, like, matching. Uh, you have to have, like, a matching win percentage. What they could, yeah. Or, yeah, close. Like or they just do, like, a round robin in the Power 5. Yeah. It's like the top teams that aren't in the New Year 6 games play each other. Across, like, you got the ACC playing the Pac-12 and the Big 12 playing the Big 10 and the SEC playing whoever. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be dope. A clash of the conferences, dude. I think we said that in our first, I think, in like, our one of our very first episodes, I think we talked about a clash of conferences. We did that as the preseason, right? That was how we wanted the preseason to go. That's true, yeah. I think this year, just doing the postseason. 
You can clearly, Colorado scheduled San Diego State the Thursday before they played on Saturday. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you can pull this off. That'd be dope, dude. That'd be so You'd have so cool. many sick games. Like, they would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. And the NCAA would make so much money. Oh, we haven't talked about this. I'm, I'm seeing if it's on our timeline. It is not. Did you see that the Knight organization suggested to the Power Five conferences to break from the NCAA? What? Yeah. I, I, I totally forgot to write this down. But, like, the there's, like, a Knight Foundation. They got all their, like, that's, like, a legal team together and said, at this point, with the way the NCAA handles your scheduling and, like, the oversight of you guys, it is best if you guys did it yourselves. I fully agree with that. I'm 100% on board with it. Pretty much everything with, wrong with college football is the NCAA. Okay, so yeah, it was like it was like on ESPN, and it was like, uh, it, so here, here it is. It's um, Knight Commission. Knight spelled isn't like Phil Knight endorses uh-huh. FBS split. So it's a whole FBS, not just the Power Five. It says a commission of co- college athletics leaders recommended Thursday, uh, just you know, last week, uh, that the best way to repair the NCAA's broken governance model is to remove teams from the FBS uh, from the NCAA. The Knight Commission is a reform-minded, independent group of university presidents, former athletic directors, and others that spent years studying college football. So that's saying all of FBS, not just yeah. the Power Five. Yeah. It's I'm specifically fully football, on board but... with that. I'm Hell fully yeah, on board. Yeah, I mean, like... The NCAA, uh, never mind. They don't do fine with college basketball either, but it's like the college basketball would be harder to manage. There's way more teams. Yeah. So this is this is a quote from Arnie Duncan, who's on the commission. Every other sport looks like a duck and walks like a duck and probably is a duck. That one, football, looks like a pterodactyl. It's not like the others. It has a wildly disproportionate impact on everything else. It doesn't yeah. make sense. No, it doesn't at all. I am a hundred percent on board with that. I hope it fucking happens. Yeah, Mark Emmert's probably shitting his pants right now. I hope he is. <laughs> Good, because that man's that a would fucking be corrupt fuck. Yeah, I hope. Yes. I mean, yeah, and, or and just make us the commissioners of that because we're yeah. you know pretty awesome at this. All right, change.org, guys. We need to make this happen. Yeah, commissioners of FBS football. Oh, dude, dream job. Don't well, hell yeah, dude. I don't know actually. That's a lot of pressure. Not that's that's a shitload of pressure. <laughs> but I guarantee you, my preseason would be better than the nonsense that happens now. You know what? That's a real good point. That is a real. And my good postseason point. would also be better than what happens now. That's which is also pretty a real good. good point. I mean, bowl season is fun. I'll, I'll get, but yeah. it could be better. It could be better. Eighteen playoffs. I just we made it better. Week. I just made it better. Like. 10 minutes ago. Not yeah. even. And even, even outside of the season, you can have the bowl games and then have like what you can call it like the rumble pit or something and just have like all these like shit ass teams trying to get like not worst in the country. Like, <laughs> how, oh my God. How great would it be to have like the, like the, the playoffs at the top, top eight, and then the bottom eight in a tournament playoff to get worst? 
<laughs> that would be awesome. The only way you move on is if you lose. A reverse bracket. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever. The only way you move on is if you lose, and if you lose every game, you are officially the worst team in college football. Yes, let's and do it. You're kicked out of whatever this FBS thing is, and you have to go back to be under the NCAA. Ooh, and then they pull up one team from yeah, that. The from winner that of the yes. FCS. Yes, yeah. we've we have solved it. We've solved the yeah, mystery. That's, that's like European soccer model. Yeah, kind of stuff I'm there. But in. I dig that. I'm in with that. Bottom eight, awesome. baby. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of those bottom eight games, too. I would watch the too. shit out of the bottom eight. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just watch sloppy-ass, gross football. And you you know those games are going to be fucking legendary, though. <laughs> yeah, because like, nobody wants to lose. Yeah, like... And there's still, like, there's still college football teams, so there's, like, there's going to be athleticism. Like, it'll, it's going to be... That'd be awesome. Be, oh, my God. We need it. We need it, everyone. That would be awesome. Here we are. Make us the commissioners. Here we are, bud. <laughs> All right. Moving on. More news. Did you see Kirk Herbstreet's comments on the top 20, the college football playoff top 25 announcement show or whatever last Tuesday? I did not know. He said something to the effect of University of Michigan was just going to fake covid issues so they didn't have to play ohio state so essentially what dabo swinney said he was accusing michigan of dodging ohio state with no no basis of fact and then he went on like 10 minutes after the show ended and recorded this apology thing and whatever and people were lighting him up he should be fired, and he should never be able to work in college football again, and blah, 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 blah. To that I say, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Kirk Herbstreet is the best college football analyst of all time, and it's not close. Period. End of it discussion. Is, it is it's Kirk not. Herbstreet and anybody else who is miles below him. Yep. It's not close. <laughs> not even remotely. And he has done, like... So, he's an Ohio State alum, right? Okay, so initially, right off the bat, this looks terrible. Yeah. Okay, right. He's being he got a biased for one second. It's like the only time in his entire career that I have even thought for a millisecond that he was being biased. In fact, he's probably more critical of Ohio State than he is complimentary yeah. most of the time. I, I remember watching him call a Michigan-Ohio State game. I believe for like a primetime game, yep. he called the game and I was shocked because it seemed like he was more critical of Ohio state. Yeah. But like, in a, in a good way, not like they're my alma mater. They need to be doing better kind of thing. Like he was, if, if he was leaning any direction in his, in his analysis, analysis it was towards Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, uh, d- shut the d- fuck up. All of you saying that nonsense, the cancel culture coming after Kirk Curb Street, fuck you. Yeah, that's that's like where like the cancel culture gets like way too much. Like there are obviously good parts to it, right? Because there's some people like, that absolutely should be canceled. Up, one slip up in his TV career, which is long at this point. Yeah. He's been doing college game day since 2001. Yeah, dude, he's a fucking institution. He's a legend. Game day. 
Yeah. I mean, other than the headgear pick, college game day is Kirk Herbstreet. Like, oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So shut up with that nonsense. Drove me fucking crazy. Yeah, that's that's too much. That's when cancel culture gets too much, right? So, like, it's annoying. Yeah. Kirk, keep doing your thing, bro. Yeah, dude. I, if anything, I want to hear more of you just giving, like, catty-ass comments like that. I, I love that shit. I, what is wrong? I, I, and then, okay, to be fair, there were plenty of Michigan fans that came on and commented after that. They were like, yeah, you know, we probably should dodge Ohio State this year because we're going to get fucking smoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. It's stupid. Let's, do, let's move on. That's stupid. Moving on to other dumb things. Texas is probably going to fire Tom Herman, right? Yeah. So the rumor mill is starting to turn. Of course. And stuck in the middle of said rumor mill is Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Or every right? year. Every, every coaching year. position. And Mario Cristobal. I, like, I really don't see Cristobal leaving at this point. I don't either. Uh, he, Why if he would didn't he? leave for the Miami job, his alma mater. Yeah, he's not going to leave I, for I this. He's not going anywhere. No, no. He's seen that. He's that. That story has been written. Yeah, right. <laughs> like we can, you can look on that leaving Oregon for a quote unquote storied program and just falling flat on your fucking face. Yeah, right. He's got a great thing going. Just keep it riding. I don't yeah. see that happening at all. I that that to me is just people going it, like that is so much speculation because like Urban Meyer's always in that conversation, right? As long as he rightfully doesn't have a so, game, he's yeah. one of the greatest head coaches of all time. Yeah, no, and uh, uh, like that's fine, but like it's just pure like people going, "Ooh, you know who they could hire? These two great coaches." And Mario Cristobal is going to be in yeah. that because look what he's done for the Oregon program since he's been here. True. Like, That's true. we're furious that they've lost twice. Furious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we'll get into that discussion in a minute because I have a few th- few words for that okay. as well. But we're going to get into the, anyway, Texas is going to fire Tom Herman. They're going to hire somebody. It's not going to be Mario Cristobal. No, or Urban that. Meyer. I'm saying that right now. Probably not Urban Meyer. I think Urban Meyer's done. I think he is too. Um, all right. Notable games this weekend outside the Pac-12. Um, there weren't many. One cool game that happened was BYU playing Coastal Carolina after Coastal Carolina's opponent had COVID issues. That game materialized in a couple days. And they had shirts. It was, what was it, Mullets versus Mormons? Yeah. was the shirts <laughs> for that game. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Playing off the convicts versus catholics or yeah. whatever the miami notre dame from the 90s yeah yeah um that game was wild did you watch it at all or see highlights? yeah yeah i did that was a crazy game it lit, crazy I mean, game back and forth and it ended like the i think it was the 2001 super bowl between the rams and the titans oh yeah with, with just coming short yeah, with a pass to, like, the one-yard line, and that's BYU got tackled at the one-yard line to it's win crazy. the game. Wild it's game. Crazy. Coastal Carolina's for real. At least we can stop hearing about BYU now. Yeah. Um, 
So that's cool. TCU upset Oklahoma State. Um, other than that, oh, Marshall was 24-point favorites at home against Rice, and they got shut out. Yeah, it's not a good look. That's not that's a, a good look. That's a pretty bad look. <laughs> um, and then other than that, the only other upsets that happened in the top 25 were in the Pac-12. So let's get into that. Unfortunately, we have to. I don't want to. All right. Um, skip it. Skip. So we're... <laughs> skip. Pass. <laughs> pass. Nope. Um, we're going to do Oregon last because I have some some thoughts. Okay. But we'll get into the other games. So the day started with Stanford at Washington. And Stanford won. Wild. I don't understand this season. <laughs> I don't either. It makes no fucking sense. They got out to a crazy big lead. They were up 24 to 3 at half and they almost they tried to blow it like David Shaw always does because they were finally passing the ball in the first half. Like they were being successful through the air and then they got to the second half and David Shaw just decided to run the ball unsuccessfully for the rest of the game. Yeah. As David Shaw's want to do. But they won. Down go the Huskies, which is good for Oregon for a multitude of reasons. Love that. Then we had Colorado at Arizona. Colorado went in and took care of business, started off fairly slow, which is uncharacteristic for the Buffaloes, and then they charged back. Jarek Broussard ran for 300 yards. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's it. he's insane, dude. He is insane. insane. The Buffalo's running rush rushing offense is real good. Yeah, I mean, and like having Sam Neuer back there who can run the ball, yeah, helps a lot. Yep. Like, so Buffs take care of business in Tucson. Nothing special, nothing flashy, but they got the job done, and they showed that they can do it in reverse. Right? They don't jump out to yeah, a big yeah. lead and then hang on. They actually fell behind 10 nothing and came roaring back. Yeah, and that's that's good. That's, that's a good sign. Shut out right? in the second like, half. They shut Arizona out in the second half. That defense is stingy as fuck. That means they are learning, right? They're learning. Doing it in reverse. Yep. So, good to see. Buffaloes are 4-0. They are ranked. And they're Look legit. at them. Look at them go. Then we had two Pac-12 after dark games. We had Oregon State at Utah. The Beavs lost. I completely forgot when I was picking this game <laughs> last week that they were going to be playing with a backup quarterback who had never thrown a college pass. He looked pretty good, though. He did. He had a few really terrible throws. Um, but yep, As young quarterbacks are wont to do. But by and large, he looked very good. They mounted a fourth quarter comeback and just fell apart. A little short. Uh, only lost by six to Utah. I don't think Utah's all that good, but um, Oregon State is certainly not bad. And they also didn't have Jamar Jefferson in that yeah. game due to illness. So he, you know, they the probably Beavs, win with him. If the Beavs were fully healthy, they win that game. I think yeah, uh, pretty easily. Um, yeah. So I'm going to take that as a win loss. <laughs> Of course you are. 
I love it. I love it. Uh, then the other Pac-12 after dark game on Saturday was UCLA at Arizona State, and UCLA took care of business in that one. Yes, they did. Then on Sunday night, we had USC beating the crap out of Washington State, and that's about all I have to say about that. Yep. Nothing special there. Then we have Oregon. Weep. Womp. The Ducks scored 17 points against Yikes. a bad California team, and mm-hmm. zero of those points came in the second half. Yep. It was not not a good game. Real, real bad. To be fair, Cal's defense did play really well. Yes. Oregon didn't look great, but they didn't look shut out in the second half bad. Cal's That's defense true. And they, did uh, Cal's play defense well. was also opportunistic. They got a couple yes. big turnovers late in drives that mm-hmm. basically ruined that game for Oregon. But this Oregon team just isn't very good. No, they're, we're, we're, we're seeing that they are wildly mediocre. Yes, which for Oregon is bad, right? And we had this discussion Saturday night, right? Like yeah, yeah. Oregon's expectations as a program are to be at the top of the Pac-12. Yes, they are, minimum, they are if not the top of the country, number one, right? Yeah. So a three and two season with losing back-to-back games to Oregon State and Cal is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not mincing words, they are bad. I, like I don't, I don't think they're they they are a bad team, but those are bad the, losses relatively to the expectations. They are bad. With that being said, those of you Oregon fans out there, of which Ugh. there are many, oh, I'm gonna get so mad that are calling for firing of coaches or benching of players. Y'all need a dose of reality and chill the fuck out. I'm 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 gonna say it. If you really think that there are nope, I'm not gonna say it because that's gatekeeping. I was gonna say you're not a true fan, but that's gatekeeping. Enjoy what you need to enjoy. But you don't. If you, I will say this. If you are calling right now for Mario Cristobal to be fired, Andy Avalos to be fired, uh, Moorhead to be fired, Chuck to be benched, Silwell to be benched. Thibodeau to be benched. If you were calling for any of that, you have no fucking idea what's happening on the field. None at all. You have zero clue what is going on on the field. You understand the score, and that's it. Yep. I like. I, I, I'm not going to mince words on this because, like, it's I'm annoying. sick of it. I'm I'm done with it with the Oregon fan base because yeah. it's it is extremely disappointing every time they fucking lose. To see this shit come out, yeah, and 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 like I think I was I think I was telling you this like on Saturday that I think the Oregon fan base is particularly uh, susceptible to this behavior, right? To yes. immediately falling into the pit of they're the worst thing ever. We need to fire, 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 house sale, yada yada yada. And I think that's because Oregon came about so quickly. Right, they went from a good team, like they had a couple of good seasons here and there, to a perennial powerhouse, and in in almost overnight. Yep. Right, and so the fans are are think you can build a program in a day. Right. They think you can come in and win immediately, which right. is just not the case. You're gonna have down seasons. Alabama had a four win season a couple of years ago. Right. Like yeah, th- this is gonna happen. You, you can't expect Oregon to be at the top 
all the time forever. No. Yeah. And it's, it's ridiculous to see. I mean, granted, okay. I have fallen into this trap before in the past. Yeah. 2014, I believe it was when Oregon lost to Arizona at home when they were wearing the pink helmets. I fell into that trap. Now, granted, Mark Helfrich was a bad coach, so I yes. was not necessarily wrong. <laughs> I was Wait, wrong boss. at the time. You were right wrong. <laughs> I was wrong at the time, but, I, you know, it, like, immediately going there is just short-sighted and not you're not digging deeper and like Oregon 73 or so percent that's not exact I think it's a little off around 73 percent of the starters are freshmen or sophomores yeah they're team. insanely young they're literally the youngest team in the country they're going to make horrible mistakes terrible Shut- it, it, like Shuck is a young quarterback, he's gonna throw ducks that don't. Uh, you're going, what the hell are you looking at? Yep. He's going. He's 19 years old, literally, and he looks 12. Yeah, like you, like this is gonna happen, and it. Watch out for them in two years. Yeah, they're gonna be insane, dude. This team is built all for 2022. 2021, yeah. they're gonna be good and really good. And here's but the thing, 2022, this team is going to be fucking stupid good. If there is a year to have a bad year, it's this, this one. is the year. It doesn't count None of anyway. them lose eligibility. Shuck is going to be a sophomore again next year. In yeah. eligibility wise. Yep. Like this is the fucking year to have a horrible year. Yeah. Right? Just and, 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 here's the thing. As an Oregon fan now, we're not playing for much, right? There's not like nothing. There, you're not, we're not playing yeah, for you're anything. You're playing for nothing. So, why not just go out and fucking risk everything? Air it out. Fucking do crazy-ass plays. Like, you have nothing to lose. Just fucking pedal to the metal. Yeah, Fuck literally it. nothing to lose. Just go for it. Make them, like, a, you, you, you. most people learn better while doing. Well, right? and I said this on my Facebook post, like, just chill the fuck out. I get it's not fun to lose. I don't I don't want to lose Oregon State and Cal. No, not at all. It sickens me that we lost these two games to pretty bad teams. I mean, Oregon State's decent, but yeah, like should not lose those games as Oregon, especially back to back. Okay, yeah, not acceptable. I understand, but I also understand why they lost those games. There's a difference between being critical and being stupid. We are very critical of the super over overly critical. Way, Very way critical. over the top with our criticism. <laughs> yes. Borderline but, insanity with our criticism. Yeah, but I'm not stupid about it. No, no. I am, yeah, and this I love my ducks no matter what nonsense is also just as bad. Like, of course I love my fucking ducks, but that's not acceptable. Yeah, just because my team is shitting the bed doesn't mean I hate them all Just the because sudden. they're shitting the bed and I'm telling them they're shitting the bed doesn't mean that I'm not a fan. So yeah. knock it off with that nonsense, too. I, I Dude, it gets so frustrating. And, yeah, especially because it's like, I'm being critical. Like, this is this is what we do. Like And also, this is literally what we do. We yeah. critique how Oregon plays football. We it, do that. Pretty intensely. <laughs> pretty intensely. And also, we do that for the University of Oregon now. Like, you know. Which we're doing is, again Friday, by the way. Or Saturday, yes. by the way. So, if you're not doing anything Saturday, which you shouldn't be anyway, pandemic and shit. Tune in. 
Yes, do it. Tune in. Um, yeah, like, it's just, like, we're gonna be critical. You should be critical. But. Don't be stupid. Yeah, don't be dumb. Like, please. If you don't, if you don't know what you're talking about, if you, if you are a passing football fan, you go, I love watching the Ducks play football. I don't really know what's going on on the field. Like, that's, that's fine. But then don't call for somebody's head when they lose. Because you're being. Dumb. I think it's even worse when they think they know what's going on in the field, and then they, Ugh, call, but they yeah. don't at all. It, yeah. It's it's awful. It. But anyway, just stop being dumb on both sides, and it's going to be fine. Everybody, you are going relax. to completely forget about this season in two years. Probably next year. Yeah, you're going to completely forget about it. Seriously. And I just saw another stat on Twitter earlier today, and I wish I saved it again. I don't know why I just let this <laughs> shit go. But Tyler Shuck has the best quarterback rating in his first five starts since 2000 for the University of Oregon. Yeah, no, so Let that sink Tyler, in for a second. Tyler Shuck can be great. Yeah, not good. Great. He could be great. He, he is more naturally talented than Justin Herbert. Whoa. I, I that know that's is a bold. big thing. But here's the thing. I, I, here, let me let me let me rephrase that. He is more naturally balanced. Okay. Than Herbert. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't know. Could, Justin Herbert's pretty fucking talented. But this kid is too. He's making dumb mistakes. Oh, he's he's yeah. making mental he's errors make, right now. Uh, Justin Herbert was awful his freshman year when he yeah. was thrown into the starting role. Awful. Yeah. Like chill but out. But what they people. do, they let him develop and look what he turned into. Probably the offensive rookie of the year in the NFL. Yeah. Like he turned into one of the greatest Oregon quarterbacks ever. You know, just you got to relax sometimes. Yeah. And chill like I out. I'm going to be critical all season, but I'm going to like I if they're losing, I'm I'm going to choose to view it as building, right? Like it's okay to have building years. Yep. And this Most is for sure a building it. year. For sure, you can this look is the like, year to do Yeah, it. they were ranked number nine by the AP poll, but that was purely reputation. Yeah, I mean, I like we. I think we talked about how it's like uh, that's kind of sketchy. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're they're starting an entirely new offensive line. They have a new quarterback. They have new defensive backs. Like they have a whole new linebacking core. Like <laughs> they're going to be amazing in a couple of years. Just just. Chill out. In the words of Aaron Rodgers, relax. R E L A X. Relax. Right now. Like, it sucks. It sucks real bad right now. But just wait. Just wait. Don't come back. Exactly right. Just chill out. Relax. It's going to be fine. Mario Cristobal's the truth. Stop calling for his fucking head. Andy Avalos is the truth. They're having a down year. Linebackers, I, I, I've kind of come off the defensive line a little bit. Linebackers are too shooty right now. They're freshmen, <laughs> and that like that's what I'm saying. Like it's all okay. Yeah, we're, we're, it's fine. They just have to learn. Yep, they have and they to will. Learn. They're and they super will. talented. Yes, Noah Sewell is a out. fucking beast. He needs to learn to sit back and be patient a little more. Yep. Like and that's that's why we're seeing this run defense weirdness because the linebackers aren't as experienced. Yep. They're playing at a game at a faster pace now, and it's hard to adjust. So, relax. Relax. <laughs> All right. That's enough about Oregon for now. 
Let's get into our Pac-12 predictions for the final week of the season before championship week where they're all going to play again. But <laughs> let's get into it. There's two Friday night games. First, we have Arizona State at Arizona. Arizona State for me, dog. Arizona State for me as well. Then we have Utah at undefeated Colorado. I am for the first time this year, I think. Nope, that's not it's not that's not the case. I'm picking Colorado. I think I've picked Colorado twice now, but I'm picking Colorado as well. You picked Colorado last week. Yes. So you broke your curse. You picked them and they won. I so did it. You're safe. <laughs> Colorado. Colorado and I think again. Colorado fairly big in this one. They've 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 figured it out on both ends. They've come out to big leads. They've come back yeah, from yeah. being down. I don't know about big because I don't really know what Utah is yet. It's, it's like I it's think Utah hard to tell is not very good. That's what I think. I, yeah, they <laughs> like again. I think they're kind of like the Ducks. They're young. They show a lot of talent, but they're just not there. Yeah, so, I think Colorado is going to win fairly I think, handily. I think. I think. I think the score is going to be closer than the game is played. That I could see. Yeah, I, I don't my, think this prediction. one's going to be in all that much doubt for long. If it is, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, then we got Saturday. We have battle for the North, Washington at Oregon. I, as much as we've been critical and saying they're not, they're not there. Yada yada yada. I am going to pick Oregon in this game. This has bounce back written all over it. It's a rivalry game. It's even more of a rivalry game to these a lot of these kids than Oregon State is. Anything can happen in a rivalry game. I think Oregon bounces back this week. Oregon bounces back and wins. This is for the North. They know it. They know they need this one. I don't think they're going to come out and look sluggish like they have the last two weeks. I think yeah. Oregon comes back and wins this one. Um, but it's going to be closer than I want it to be. It's going to be... It's going to be down to the wire, and I'm going to hate every second of it. Then we have USC at UCLA. This is a tough one. This is really tough, right? So USC beat the crap out of Washington State. They jumped out to a 28 to nothing lead yesterday. Yeah. And Washington State hadn't played in two weeks, and they have a true freshman quarterback. So I'm not looking too much into that. I think what I'm looking more at in this game is that USC had to basically defy odds to beat Arizona State. They barely beat Arizona, and they also had to come back to beat Utah. Yeah. Uh, so are you picking UCLA? I don't know yet. I, 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 I'm. This is a coin flip game for me. Oh, I man. think. I think because. I think USC is still going to come out on top, but I think this is going to be game of the week. It's primetime on ABC. Oh, man. Wow, this one's tough. Yeah, it's a tough one. We are tied in the standings, by the way. I don't think I went into that. I was 3-3 three and three last week. You were 4-2. and two. We are both now 16-7 and seven on the season for the Pac-12 Pick'em. Um, that's pretty oh, good. I'm going to say that's pretty good. Our pickup is pretty good. That's pretty good. And that's with a pretty bad week last week, at least for me. Yeah. Um, oh, goodness. You know what? I'm I'm going Bruins. I'm going upset. This is a okay. lot because I want it to happen. 
Because if USC wins this game, they win the South. And even if Colorado wins and they're undefeated, they don't go to the Pac-12 championship, which is a travesty. Agreed. But I so I really want UCLA to win this. So, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm going to root for UCLA for this because especially like I hold no ill will to Chip Kelly. Like I, I like what he's I like what he's doing there. Like he, he's building a good program again. Uh, but and I hate USC, so yeah, I'm gonna root for UCLA. I'm going to pick USC. All right, go Bruins. We'll see what happens. Then we have Cal at Washington State, Pac-12 after dark. I think Washington State's gonna take this one pretty good. I agree. And then we have Stanford at Oregon State, also Pac-12 after dark. Oregon State big. Oregon State not very big. But Oregon State. Yeah. I think, like, there's there's a lot of good games this week. Yeah. I mean, the Pac-12 is full of good games every week. It just, they don't have a, a team that stands out. Yeah. That's true. It's unfortunate. <laughs> so, anyway, I went into it a little bit. I think it is absolutely absurd that Colorado could go undefeated this season and not be in the Pac-12 championship. That is just such a yeah. ripoff. And it sucks so bad for like a team that came out of nowhere, too. Just because of the perception of USC. No, it's not. Make- it's because USC's played more conference games because Colorado had two conference games canceled. They um, just added one non-conference. USC had one conference game canceled, and it happened to be Colorado. That sucks. That's shitty. I thought it was because of like the higher ranking, but... Yeah. That would have been if they had played the same number of games. Conference oh, okay. Games. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so I, that's just garbage. Should have followed the ACC's lead, especially this year, and just said it's the top two teams in the conference at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Oregon and Washington. I love Oregon. Neither of those teams belong anywhere near the Pac-12 championship this season. No. Yeah, exactly. With the way Colorado and USC have "quote unquote" this is it. this has been the inverse of the Pac-12 historically. Yeah, this year. the North is usually yeah, it's usually the South that has the team that gets in because they have to. Yeah, you know what? I say just get rid of divisions in general. Well, that's how it was. You remember when the Pac-10 was a thing? Well, yeah, you it was didn't have exciting as shit. Yeah, get rid of divisions. You can still schedule it the same way. Like you can schedule it north-south. But the championship game should be the best two teams in the fucking conference. Absolutely. It's just better for the conference. Yeah. Much. In every level. Usually, It'll probably end up being one from the north and one from the south. Yeah. Most could you years. Imagine, could you imagine those years where Stanford and Oregon had to battle it out every year? If they were in the Pac-12 championship together again. Holy smokes. <laughs> playing for like playoffs and shit. Yeah. That would be nuts. That would have been nuts. Yep. It, it would have been really good for Just the perception of the conference. let us fix all this shit, because we can yes! do it. Ah, we'd be so good. All right. Enough about how awesome we are. I'm trying to flip my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work. Let's Didn't get work. to the NFL. Not going to focus too much on it, but it was another... It was back to being absolutely fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Last week was pretty meh. This week was back to just pure chaos. It, yes, it, it absolutely was. Chaos is in, in, in the most 2020 fashion ever. The Browns 
have their they've solidified their first winning season since 2007. Hey man, they're 9 and 3 and I tell you what, that offense looked ridiculous in the first and, half. And last yesterday. week, last week Colin Coward was calling to bench Baker Mayfield at 9 and or at, at 8 and 3 last week. He's like, "Now nah, you got to bench him." That's what? silly. They almost blew this game. I mean, they didn't play a very good second half. They almost no. went all Browns on everybody, but they <laughs> held on and won, and like you said, solidified their first winning season. They will be in the playoffs. Um, craziness. 2020 is nuts. Speaking of nuts, the Giants went to Seattle and beat the Seahawks. What the hell? What are the Seahawks? I a team that overlooks opponents. A team that's really I, this into one themselves. doesn't make any sense to me at all. It's a, they're a team that's into themselves. If I could have picked is. a sure lock this week, it would have been the Seahawks over the Giants in Seattle. I'm like, I, seriously, it's hard to argue that. But I, I mean, the Seahawks are like really hot and cold for some reason. Which I don't know how. You got Russell Wilson throwing the ball to a freak of nature, DK Metcalf. Yeah, I mean he's still, he's still off like twenty yards, but like it's insane. Like how do you how how are these games? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Um, And then other crazy results: Washington beats Pittsburgh today for Pittsburgh's first loss. Oh damn! Um, The Jets. Had a game one, <laughs> and then they cooped it. Uh, oh, the Jets! <laughs> so the Jets were winning with like thirty seconds oh, left. Jesus. It was like third and eight, and they decided to send the house on a blitz. And Derek Carr basically just stepped up and threw the ball straight in the fucking air and let um, what's his name Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs the third. Just run under it and catch it in the end zone for touchdown, and they lost. <laughs> in the most Jets way possible. They have and one then, shot to not be the worst team in history. Yeah, they, and then they fired their defensive coordinator today. I saw a crazy stat. Again, don't have it in front of me because I'm an idiot. It was like 240-something <laughs> plays like this in the last, I don't know, 20 or 30 years where it's like basically you have to huck it to the end zone. Zero out of those 200 and some odd times did a team rush six (laughs) until yesterday. Oh, the Jets. (laughs) Yikers. You fucking idiots. Uh, At this point, I'm just like full on the conspiracy theory that they did that on purpose. They're tanking, they're tanking for Trevor. Yeah. Did you see? There's a. I saw a video of the uh, a bunch of Jets fan watching the Raiders play and celebrating because they want Trevor Lawrence. They were like cheering like they had just won the game, even though they're all Jets fans. <laughs> that's pretty. Funny. What a sad. I mean, at this point, that's that's what you're that's what you're doing. I mean, the Broncos aren't much better. They they gave a valiant effort against the Chiefs, and that's where we're at as Broncos fans. Moral victory. Valiant effort, moral <laughs> victory is the best we can hope for. Ugh, gross. Where are you at with good. Drew Locke these days? Huh? Where are you at with Drew Locke these days? I'm cooling on him personally. 
I, I don't know. Cause like, there's so many things that have gone wrong in the season to begin with. True. Right. Like, ju- I mean, we, we lost our number one receiver. We lost our best running back a couple times now, you know, even though they weren't using him when he was healthy. Uh, like we lost our best pass rusher. We lost, like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to tell, honestly. Uh, like I, I, again, I'm kind of on the I'm on this train of like this year doesn't really count. I'm with you because like you know if, if this is a year to have a down year, like I'd rather the Broncos tank this year than any other year. Quite frankly, yeah. Unfortunately, they're like four and eight, and they're gonna get like a fourteenth, the fourteenth selection, which is yeah not good. <laughs> they're gonna. <laughs> they're, they're gonna go. They're gonna be behind three NFC East teams. <laughs> exactly. Although but, apparently not, because Washington just beats Pittsburgh now. I don't. What understand. is football? What is football? I don't know. The football team beat the Steelers, and I don't know what way is up. Yeah, I mean, like Drew Locke to me is like he he still has the talent to be there. Unless the Broncos see something in one of the quarterbacks in this draft, like you don't need to wor- you worry about something else unless you see that guy. Like if they somehow got Trevor Lawrence and they believe in Trevor Lawrence or they somehow got Justin Fields, like fine, draft him. But like, yeah, unless you. unless you, you feel like you have a guaranteed franchise quarterback. I'm with you. I'm cooling on him, but I still see the potential and it's there. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. needs to get get there he needs to get there we'll see at some point yeah all right that is it we We made it it. episode 20 episode 20 in the books eli it is your turn oh for buzzer beater okay well listener thank you yes you are the best we love you Love you so much. If you love us, like, share, comment, whatever, we would love to interact with you. So interact, whatever <laughs> it is you feel like doing. Even if you just want to listen, we love that. We appreciate every listen. You are the best. Now, Eli, take it away. Buzzer beater, episode 20. Here we go. My buzzer beater is a classic, and it is... How are we not the commissioners of the NCAA or sports in general? Deuces.
I listened at 5 a.m. when I was up with Cohen, so I can't say I was playing, paying that much attention. But That's fine. Boom, with the DJ, play like a chainsaw. I'm, that's going to be the ending thing, is just you <laughs> singing that song. <laughs>